Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Information provided in the podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Hello, everyone. It's Erin here. Today, we're talking about maintaining momentum when we're learning herbalism, using herbs, anything along the lines of herb herbs, herbal remedies, and things like that. Some of the things that I've done over the years to help me maintain momentum while learning about herbalism, about herbal remedies, herbal gardening, and all of the things herbal-wise. I mean, I've certainly had life be in the way at times. You know, I've had uh, full-time jobs, maybe even a second second job, side job. And, you know, I've had two little kids. I have um, currently, how old are they? Seven and 12. (laughs) So as I learned um, herbalism, I certainly had lots of lots of things going on as well. So I totally get that. And how did I maintain momentum? I'm going to share that with you here soon. So if you're listening to the podcast, which this will be turned into a podcast, you can also go on my fullcircleherbals.com website and watch me do this um, with a replay video as well, because that is where I put my replays. And I know people are watching on YouTube as well. So I'm streaming into multiple places and turning this into a podcast. So when you are learning herbalism, uh, and I know many of you here have been learning for many years Some of you learned a lot in the past and are now picking it back up. And many are beginners learning herbalism. And so how do you maintain it when we have all these other poles of our daily life, things that need our attention, if we're caretakers to children or um, any other adults? And some of the things that I have done is just to make my herbal learning non-negotiable. So it's put on my schedule somewhere, and it's not negotiable. Um, So you can set up a time where you're doing this once a month. You're setting aside time once a month to devote to sitting down looking at your books or watching a video um, or making an herbal remedy. It could be once a week. It could be twice a month. Something. You have to get something on the schedule. Maybe you do something every full moon. (laughs) You know, find a way to to set a schedule for yourself. And that schedule can change over time. So once in a while, your non-negotiable does get shifted. Something definitely happens, but you also make sure that you find an, an alternative time, a backup time to do that. You always set it as something that you're going to do. Because if you don't set it as a non-negotiable, Nobody around you is going to do it for you, unfortunately. We do have people who support us and remind us, hey, aren't you going to do that? What's happening with your herbal learning? What's happening with your herbal garden? Um, All sorts of things like that. They do encourage us along. However, nobody is going to really uh, set us to it. We have to be the ones to actually make it happen. So make it non-negotiable. So what happens, though, when you set aside a time to do it? in your calendar, 
Um, you know, maybe it's every Sunday. Maybe it's when there's a football game on and people are distracted doing something else. I don't know. But what happens when you don't even want to continue opening those books, watching the e-courses, doing assignment? Maybe you're with some sort of herbal learning program and you have assignments. Uh, what if you have the herbs sitting in your cupboard and they've not been doing anything um, and you're just too tired that day to do it? You just want to lay in bed. You want to take a nap. You want to watch a movie. Um, you want to do something else. Maybe you don't even think, you know, it's something that you're going to be successful at. If you sit down for that hour or make something for that hour, you're worried that it's not even going to be enough time. Well, the thing that is helpful for me is to go back to the feeling of what it is about the herbs and herbalism that I love so much. Uh, what feeling is it that you get when you do open that book and start reading about herbs? Usually for me, it's absolutely awe and wonder and amazement and excitement that I get when I'm learning about um, plants and herbs and biology and biotony, botany of all of the things plants. It's just so fascinating. As long as I've been learning about herbs, which is a long time, and I know about plants and the science and the art and the intuition of them for decades now, that wonder and awe never stops. I'm always learning something and rediscovering something that I may have forgotten about too. You know, keep to that feeling because when you're sitting there thinking like, oh, I'm too tired to do this or I don't have enough time, I really should do something else. Think about the feeling that you get when you open those books or when you go outside into your garden or into a field or forest where you're looking for herbs and wild crafting medicinals. What feeling do you get when you actually do it? So when you're having a hard time mo motivating your own self, get back to that feeling because that is the spark that will get you going. It's that like, you know, getting the wheel turned sometimes takes a little while on a bike. It, you know, you get that momentum and finally you're cruising along. So the feeling is what will get you started and get those wheels really turning feeling what is it like when you're learning when you're making herbal remedies for me it's just an amazing feeling to see and smell and taste and touch the herbs it really does feel like I'm reconnecting to some long forgotten skill that I that I have um, and it's you know just about every time that I make an herbal remedy that whole feeling comes back to me like an ancient lineage that's been waiting for a long time like an old friend that I haven't seen in a long time. So get back to whatever feeling that you have um, when you're making remedies, learning about them, finding them in the wild, growing them, and using herbal remedies too. So if you're somebody who's not much of a maker or a grower, but you really love learning about them so you can use them, what is that feeling that you are, that you get when you do these activities? Because that is what really fuel, fuels us to continue, you know, learning all the things that we need to. So the other thing I would say about maintaining momentum is make it fun. It doesn't have to feel hard 
and like it's um, a study process like you remember in school, maybe you didn't like school or didn't have a good experience, don't necessarily think about learning about herbal remedies as um, a school-like situation, as an instruction situation. Make it fun and like you are reacquainting yourself with those long forgotten friends or you know, a skill that really feels good to do. So um, really get back to that feeling of it. And so that it's fun for you. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be long sessions of learning. It doesn't have to be long walks. Uh, it doesn't have to be a day long process out in the forest and fields, um, gathering medicinals. It can be small chunks of time um, that you find throughout the day but make sure that you find ways to, to make it fun for you. Every time I sit down to do something, um, type something up at the computer or get my books open and start taking notes, I always have some sort of like herbal tea with me or hot, sometimes it's a hot chocolate. Today it's um, some Ticino herbal, herbal coffee substitute. I always have something with me so that it feels like a special occasion. Uh, I get out my favorite notebook or my favorite pen or pencil, sometimes markers or Sharpies or whatever it is. I make it fun for myself. And for me, I'm a big goal uh, setter person. And so I'm going to show you one of the things that I like to use is this is Leonie Dawson's workbook, the Goal Getter Life Workbook. She also has one for business as well. I don't think the 2021 um, versions are available right now, but the 2020 version is. And to be honest, like they're all very helpful. She just changes them up a little bit every time. This one's a little bit a smaller size. But if you go on to, I have an Amazon store um, and look for those, those planners, like those, I've been using those for years. And they're super fun. They feel like, you know, a kid workbook. Like there's a little bit of, tips in there that she gives. There's lots of places to write your own goals. They're very colorful. I like that. They're kind of whimsical. Um, they're just really fun. And they've been around for, she's had them around for many, many years. So they've had different looks to them, but find some sort of way to put your non-negotiables down on, on paper. Um, because the more that you write things out, the more likely you are to continue with that, that thing, that habit, that goal. Um, in my learning herbalism workbook, same thing. I have a lot of um, ways to maintain momentum, feel like you're organized, uh, help you feel less overwhelmed. Because that's another thing about maintaining momentum is that overwhelm that you have to learn every single herb right now, right the second. And that's not really the case. So when I was going through my master herbalism certificate, going through that process, that year-long um, learning phase, and had two little, little kids. Um, I think my children were like um, one and five at the time, working full-time, got a promotion, super busy, super, super busy. I made it a non-negotiable in my life that I was going to learn these herbs and get through the master herbalism certificate. And one of the things I did was made ways for it to be fun, easy, organized, uh, reduce my overwhelm. And I made these like little worksheet templates for myself. 
And um, that really helped uh, gain momentum for me, helped me get through the learning process and organize the information in a way that I hadn't seen before um, when I was learning about herbalism. And I, I was looking for a workbook somewhere. Please, somebody, there must be a workbook to help me through this process. And so I basically put those sheets together and then realized other people might want to use them. And eventually the learning herbalism workbook came about. So people always ask me, where do I get the workbook? And you can put it in a search engine, learning herbalism workbook, second edition, and many different places um, offer to sell it. I also have it in my Amazon store um, um, that you can find in there too. So other print, I have a printer who prints them for when they're ready. So print on demand. I don't usually ship them out from my house because that's just, I don't have time for that. <laughs> so let me take a couple um, questions here. Oh, <laughs> Donna is saying, I'm just trying to learn the herbs I have growing in my own yard, which is a lot. That's a really good place to start because you can see those herbs, those plants out there, and you can watch them go through their life cycle, which is really important and helps solidify the information. The more you can be with those plants and those herbs, the, the better for me I've learned that it actually, the information sticks. Because it's one thing to learn the herbs and to make the herbal remedies, but it's another thing to have that information useful and helpful for future uses and for future recall. And that's what my learning herbalism workbook helps with too, is, um, you know, making it so that you can make your own um, herbal journal or your materia medica, some people call it. There's lots of different names for your herbal collection. It's a long forgotten skill we have. We are remembering and certainly we are remembering it. Um, I do feel like in our DNA in our genetic memory, there is this understanding of plants because we have evolved with plants, humans and plants. That's like, that's it. When we were evolving the way we evolved, it was plants um, that we were using for food, for, sh uh, for fiber, for shelter, and, you know, using trees for fuel once we learned uh, fire. And then we probably moved on to to meat afterwards, but it was it's been plants. Every we get everything from plants: our oxygen, our shade. Um, weather patterns have to do with plant um, communities. We get uh, our remedies. Our, our even farm pharmaceuticals come from plants or have been inspired by plants. Um, the if you're a meat eater, the animals that you eat are eating plants and converting that into something that we use. So plants are really it. We have, there's no way we've, we've always been with them. So yeah, I just wanted to give you some quick tips on how to maintain the momentum. Because for one, we get sidetracked with things in our lives. For two, we always many of us will think there's more, you know, what else can I do? Maybe the house needs to be cleaned or um, maybe you should go do something else. There's always these shoulds of what we should go do. Um, but really, if you want to learn herbal remedies and be learning about herbs around you and the plants around you, you have to dedicate some time to doing it. It's a non-negotiable. Put it somewhere in your life. Uh, if you want other tips, the Learning Herbalism Workbook certainly has it. I'm doing a free workshop 
February 8th uh, for four days. Uh, it's the Plant Priestess Exploration, where we talk about um, plant priestessing, what that all means. This theme for this workshop is Awakening the Plant Priestess Within. And so it's always a little bit different when I do the workshop. So for some of you who have already gone through the workshop, there's always something a little bit special that I do for each one. You can join the Facebook group Plant Priestess Exploration. That's the free Facebook group. But you can also watch it on my website, fullcircleherbals.com. There's a place that says Live with Erin. That's the page that you'll see um, when I do my workshop. Uh, it's at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, but I also have replays available. Those replays are available for nine days. So the workshop starts on the 8th. It goes for four days. On the fourth day, I announce five extra bonus days. Those five extra bonus days are always a little bit different. And I wait to show those, um, to announce what the bonuses are, because I'm just looking to see what the the people showing up, what kind of questions they have and what kind of interests they have and try to tailor it to um, specific things that are coming up. So the workshop's coming up and I have my learning herbalism workbook. Um, so if you're interested in signing up, we'll put the link um, somewhere, wherever it is that you're watching, it's, whether it's YouTube or um, Facebook, wherever it is, we will show you that. You can also go to my website and look up Plant Priestess Exploration and you'll see um, how to sign up through email reminders and things like that. So thanks uh, so much for watching. If you enjoyed uh, anything that I said, please feel free to share this if there's somebody you know may be interested. So take care, everybody, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining the Herbs Podcast. Please connect with me on fullcircleherbals.com or at the Facebook page, Full Circle Herbals. I'd be happy to receive suggestions for future podcast topics.